Welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast with your host Tonka Johnson, where we talk hot topics and receive an inspirational word. Now here's our host Tonka. Good morning. Welcome to the Prophetic Perspective Podcast. This is Tonka Johnson speaking. Man, it's been a great day today. Uh, I bring you greetings with Jesus' joy. I want to talk to you all uh, for part two of the soul proprietor. It is a word that the Lord gave me. It's a powerful word uh, in this hour. And I believe that it is time for us as the people of God during this time of intercession and prayer that we learn how to strategically pray one for another. That's what the word of God says. He says, pray one for another. He's given us all an assignment here at the earth realm. And uh, one of the things that I like about God, uh, God will give you the details as you go. Because many of us, truth be, truth be told, many of us would not really, really go uh, in into <laughs> what he's really called us to do with all hands on deck unless we were uh, uh, literally pushed in, shoved in, or thrusted in. But sometimes God with that extra push behind it will get you to hear, see, and activate those things that you've been praying about for years. Okay. And uh, this is a, this is a familiar text. We have, we have seen so many familiar texts uh, before prior to, and as, as I stated yesterday with going into the, the Holy scriptures, I want to caution us as believers, something that we should concentrate on as believers. If God is giving you a word in the earth realm, and he's giving you a word, your baseline uh, of that word and to understand that word is to pray. Prayer is the number one foundation. Prayer is the key and the manifestation to all things unlocking from heaven. Prayer is the master key that unlocks the mysteries of heaven. And we and so many of us uh, will receive a word from God with all perplexity, with all um, with all um, stirring, with all other things. And you have to ask yourself uh, when we when you start talking about the maturity in God, as we grow up, as we mature, God brings us to a place of, of isolation. Then he brings us into a place of revelation. And even in that isolation, as he did with Moses, God revealed himself unto Moses. Moses was in Jethro's house. Moses was doing the things that Jethro told him to do. God uh, uh, had allowed Moses to get married. All of these things that Moses had to do. But in the long sight, in the hindsight of that, God had to reveal himself unto Moses. Uh, and I think that is where as the believers, you and I, as we become, begin to get uh, uh, connected to God in a new relationship, in a new dispensation of time, it is our job, it is, it is, it is, it's in our position, it's in our heart, it is our assignment as believers that we must tap the throne room of God. We must be so connected to the throne uh, room of God that we understand that it's not by our own might, it's not by our own power, but it's by his spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Many of us are, are, are caught off guard with the things that happen in our life, but I believe if we begin to tap 
into prayer and another level of prayer, another level of supplication, another level of diligence, that God will give you the pieces to the puzzle. And I want God to be able to reveal to me all of the pieces of the puzzle. So the scripture that we went to yesterday was Hebrews chapter number 11. Uh, It is a very familiar scripture. Uh, But I do believe that the baseline of that scripture has everything to do with uh, prayer, not just faith, not just uh, healing. I mean, we use this scripture on everything, healing, deliverance, uh, uh, the ministering of our of our faith. But I believe the best way that you can touch God in prayer is through faith, you know, uh, and so. Uh, the word, the sole proprietor and the subtopic yesterday, we talked about how critical it is to touch God, how to interact with God, how to have a strong prayer life, how to have a strong word life. Now we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about strategic alignment, strategic alignment. So strategic alignment. So uh, in the scripture, 11 verses one through 20, we talked about by faith that he gave Sarah an impartation. He gave Jacob, he gave Isaac, he gave Abraham. All of these things were through faith. But in verse 15, he said, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they they have had an opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham was uh, when he was tried, offered up Isaac and he that had received the promises of God. Uh, the promises offered up his only begotten son. OK, and whom and of whom it was said that it Isaac shall thy seed be called accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from whence also he received him a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both of the sons of Jacob, I mean of Joseph, and in worship, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of departing of the children of Israel and gave a commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born and was here three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come up to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he had respect unto recompense of the reward. By faith he for he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king and endured and seeing himself who is visible glory to God through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood lest he destroyed the firstborn should not touch them and by faith passing through the Red Sea as as by dry land which the Egyptians are saying to to do were drowned were drowned 
So all of these things, the miracles, the signs and wonders was aptitude by faith. Now, yesterday we did talk about the soul proprietor and how he has connected us intertwinedly through his will because we were bought with a price. We were sanctioned by his word and we were bought by his blood. So our lives are not our own. We can't just do what we want to do. We cannot just say what we want to say. We cannot just flow and operate like we want to operate in the flesh. There's so many fleshly believers and you got to ask yourself, does this person really pray? You know, God is bringing us to such a level of accountability. And so the level of accountability, I believe, should be to heaven. You know, there's some things that I catch myself doing and and, and I know the Holy Ghost is kind of scratching his head sometimes and say, hey, what you doing? You know, aren't you learned of the spirit? Aren't you learned of the thoughts of God? Hallelujah. Do you understand spiritual protocol, spiritual clarity, spiritual alignment? You know, so as we talk about spiritual alignment and we talk about alignment, we got to understand that the sole proprietor is like we said, the, 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 the definition of proprietor is a person that own has ownerships or a title over something. So they have a uh, they have an ownership over it and they have and they oversee it. Okay, and so Jesus, we talked about yesterday that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So he has the we we are we are his. We've been bought. We've been sanctioned. We've we've been positioned. He is our new master. Our old master was the adversary, the devil. Okay, so we are held responsible for what we do based up on this teaching. Okay, and so uh, as an intercessor, God is giving you and I strategic rights to uh, strategic benefits and strategic rights to the throne of God. So we can no longer operate as church as usual. You can no longer say that I, I have a relationship with God, but you're still gossiping. You know, you can no longer say that I, I do these things. Uh, I, I do these things out of religion or ritualistic uh, uh, mindset. But you say you still have a relationship with God because a relationship with God will cause you to come away with him. It will cause you to, to bridle your tongue. It will cause you to have an adamant submission. Now, are we going to be perfect? No. Are we going to always have things right? No. Are we always going to always are we always going to have uh, 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 things always lining up? Not always. But we have to understand that the perfection of God is birthed through prayer. We, in order for him to perfect those things in us, it has to go with communion. It has to go with supplication. It has to go with tra- tra- travail, fasting. He said these kind come out through what? Fasting and praying. Why? Why does these, these kind? We're talking about spirits. And deliverance is a strong... When we start talking about deliverance, deliverance is, a, is, 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 is needed in order to get you birth in the birth. Birthed into the spirit, you know. So many people don't even realize that self deliverance is 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 necessary. Uh, deliverance is for the desperate. If you're not really desperate for deliverance, you gotta you might want to check yourself because sometimes we don't even understand. Uh, some people just like to do what they do. Okay, all right. Some people like where, where they're at, but you gotta understand that deliverance is just a call for deliverance. And when a call for deliverance is take place, God deals with the heart of the man first or the woman first. It's never something that catches them by surprise. Okay, I want you to write this down if you're listening to the podcast. A deliverance doesn't catch you by surprise.
Okay, it is something that's been brought to your attention, your spirit, man. Uh, we talked about the mind, body, and soul. Okay, so we live in a we live in a three uh, departmental. Uh, uh, we live in a three departmental realms in our fleshly, soulish realm in our in our body. Okay, so we have the mind, we have the body, which is the flesh, and then you have the soul. Okay, so the proprietor, the owner, who is Christ, who bought us, he comes in and he strategically turns, trains, renews, refines, fine tunes the heart, the mind. Okay, he he comes in through the spirit. Okay, he said, how 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 uh, how uh, how can I be born again? This was with Nicodemus. He said, how can it be? <laughs> that I could be born again. You know, how can this be? You know, he questioned, he questioned, uh, not salvation, but he questioned, uh, conversion. Come on here, somebody. I, I believe that it's okay to question conversion in order to get a release. And so sometimes we, even if you're dealing with somebody who needs to be delivered from homosexuality, or they need to be delivered from an addiction, they need to be delivered from gluttony, or they need to be delivered from, from gossiping or delivered from vanity or delivered from uh, uh, jealousy or perversion. These things, when you begin to introduce deliverance, you have to remind the person that you're giving deliverance to say, listen, you, you must be born again. Glory to God. You must have a relationship with him. Robo shot. You must have a connection with the father. Glory to God. You must be uh, 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 introduced. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You must be introduced to his presence. And when you become introduced to his presence, you begin to get transformed and renewed by your mind. Glory. Hallelujah. So as he begins to introduce himself and he begins to tug at your heart and he begins to uh, 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 move in his spirit and move by his power and move by his authority. And as you begin to yield your members to him. Hallelujah. As you yield your members to him, he begins to deal with your heart, your spirit and those things. He said, whatever whatsoever man thinketh, talking about the mind, so is he. Okay, and then he said, out of the heart flows the what? The issues of life. So, so that's the that's a part of the flesh, the body. So the mind and the body. So he introduces himself through saving your soul. Then he deals with your mind, and ultimately your mind is going to tell your body what to do. Many of us don't keep our deliverance or our, or our own uh, uh, spirituality or our own relationship with Christ on good terms because we're always vacillating between the last two. We're vacillating between the mind and the heart or the mind and the body because the soul is connected to the father. The soul, when you leave, when you pass away, when you transition, he said, I, he said, he said in his word that. Uh, as we transition or as we pass away, he said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So you're present with the father, you're present with him in, 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 in spirit. So when we're present with him, when we are present with him, we're no longer in this body. Okay. So this is what I'm saying. So God deals with the soulish man first. He deals with the soulish man first. Then 
he starts to introduce himself to the greatest battlefield of the mind. The greatest battlefield is in the mind. So he introduces himself to the mind. So he talks to the mind. He speaks to you. He wakes you up. He talks to you. He leads you. He guides you. He talks to you in your mind. The devil is throwing all types of manner of distractions, uh, uh, craziness, foolishness, bringing all types of, of things, issues to your mind. But God is saying on this end, whatsoever mind be in you is also in me, in Christ Jesus. Have your mind connected to my mind. Keep your mind in my mind. Glory to God. Think on these things which are good of a good report. Think of these things. Whose report are you going to believe? Okay. Are you going to believe the report of the Lord? Are you going to keep focusing on what's on what the enemy is, is showing you in your, in your five senses? He's constantly showing you stuff in your eyes. He's constantly speaking stuff in your ear. He's constantly trying to get you to touch, taste that and handle uh, the unclean thing. But as you step into the mind of Christ and you, and you identify with the thoughts of God and you begin to to identify with his spirit, then you take on the nature of God and then your mind ultimately controls what your body does. So then it makes you want to live right. It makes you desire for holiness. It makes you desire for his presence. It makes you desire for worship. It makes you desire for fellowship. It makes you desire for communion. And so many of us, we there's a place in God where we have to get in the place of God where we are activating our soulish reign. We've got to get into a place where God, we ask say, God, I know that you're, you've dealt with my mind and you've dealt with my heart and my soul and you've dealt with my, with my flesh. But God, not only do I want you to deal with those three compartments, but God, I want to take my whole entire family to be dealt with your, with your spirit, to be dealt in their mind and to be dealt in their soul and their flesh. I don't only just want them, but then I want my neighborhood to have this experience. Then I want my church to have this experience. See, God, he doesn't he doesn't walk around collecting people. Glory to God. There's conversion that takes place. Hallelujah. Only the religious collect bodies. Come on here, somebody. Only the religious at heart collect the body. They're collecting people. But God collects. He collects the people that have a desire. He talks to the people that have a desire. You got to want to be saved. You got to want to be delivered. You got to want to be free. Who the son says free becomes free indeed. I'm free in my mind. I'm free in my members. I'm free in my heart and my soul because I'm yielding to him on every hand. Hallelujah. So he's a sole proprietor. He is the one that controls everything. He is the title deed owner of everything that I have. Everything that I am in control of. He owns it. That's why he said a cattle on a thousand. He owns me. Oh, yeah, you have a job, but God owns the job. Oh, yeah, you got some money and some paper, but God owns the paper and the money. Oh, yeah, you got a stimulus, but God owns the stimulus. See, the wealth of the wicked, see, their wealth is even controlled by the currency of heaven. Don't be dismayed. Don't be fooled thinking that the rich or the people that are proud, the people that are operating in pride, the people that they're getting over. God controls their wealth. God allows them to be wealthy. He said, I give. He 
said in the book of Deuteronomy, I have given them the power to get wealth. So don't just think about chance. God is just teaching us how to go into the enemy's camp and change the course of time so that currency can come back to us. So that release can come back to us. Glory to God. And when we understand the, the legalities and technicalities in heaven as intercessor, we will understand how to deal with occult powers. We will understand how to deal with, with, with psychological warfare. We will understand how to deal with schizophrenia. See, when you go from, from faith to faith and glory, faith to faith and glory to glory, then you get introduced to how to deal with warfare. Because there are many of us that fight demonic strongholds and demonic territories daily, but we don't even know really how to interact when you come out of that. The warrior in you has to be stirred. You got to know how to do intercession. You got to know how to do warfare in the spirit. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm going I'm I'm to read something here. He said, until we have mastered prayer, where we are not only interceding, but we intercept. Okay, so we, we, God is teaching you and I, okay, even in COVID, even with COVID-19, he's teaching you and I how to intercept heaven on behalf of others. An intercessor must be able to intercept heaven. Do you know what an interception is? Especially in football. Interceptions happen right there in the climax of the game where the person is headed at the, at the opposite end of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the field, the football field. They're headed in the opposite direction of that field. Glory to God. And when they go into the opposite direction, someone from the other team somehow grabs the ball and then runs backwards. Okay? Glory to God. See, interception is when you prevent or you stop. You put a hindrance. You put a blockage. You put a you put a you put a a, a clamp on it. You know how they keep how they keep blood flow from from, from 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 not clotting when they do operations. They put a clamp on the end of that ventricle. They put a clamp on the end of that artery. Why? Because the doctor understands that if the blood flow, too much blood going at one time and not enough and not enough oxygen in the blood. See, life is in the blood. So if the oxygen is not flowing correctly, don't you know that it can clot up and those clots can be just as strong. It can cause a disservice to the person that's that, that's having the operation. Glory to God. So God is giving us the anointing to intercept. OK, so intercessors, we intercept. If you're an intercessor, you ought to be able to intercept something in prayer. OK. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of trans transition, God will always teach us how to pray effectively. So you must be able to pray effectively. You must be able to tap a realm in the spirit, even when you can't get in touch with your prayer partner. You ought to be able to be in a place in God where you can touch heaven. We ought to be able to place a God where we can touch heaven. We can pray heaven down. You ought to be able to place in God where the where the works, the works of the flesh does not operate in that realm in prayer. You got to be skilled. Hallelujah. You got to be reskilled in the word 
skilled in prayer, skilled in, in, in warfare, skilled. To be skilled in training and warfare has to do with where you learn, where you eat, and where you abide. Where you learn, where you eat, and where you abide. The places that you go, glory to God, when you were not an intercessor, you cannot go there when you are an intercessor. Because if you do, you're going to bring contamination to your soul. You bring contamination to your soul. Okay. Interception is the action or on fact of presenting someone or something from continuing to a destination. So you are assigned to stop, to hinder. You're responsible for if you're over a region or if you're over a city, okay, and you're you're the prayer warrior or you're an intercessor, you're assigned to cover your neighborhood, you're assigned to cover your region, you're assigned to cover everything in that territory. The territory should be affected by your prayers. Something should change while you're there. Something should shift while you're there. Something should happen while you're there. Violence cannot live in your neighborhood if you're there. Promiscuity and rape cannot live in your neighborhood while you're there. Okay? Drugs and alcohol dealing or drug dealing, drug busting, all of these things cannot operate in your neighborhood while you're there. Because you've been assigned to that region. God has given you that region. So an intercessor is responsible for intercepting time as well as intercepting, intercepting the natural, the time, the natural and the spiritual. OK, so you can uh, and just to give you a, a, an example here, as far as time in the book of Ecclesiastes, he already told us that everything is a time. Everything is a spirit. Uh, 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 there's a. There's everything, there's a seed, there's a time to live, a time to mourn, a time to die, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to embrace. All of these things have a time. And in that timing, God gave you and I the ability, because he is time, we can go into the, on behalf, because of the blood, we can go in there and intercept what we are really wanting in the spirit realm by intercepting time. So as intercessors, you have the power to intercept time. Write that down. Not only do you have the power to intercept time, but glory to God. Hallelujah. You have the power to intercept in the natural so you can prevent car bad accidents. You can prevent uh, Buki from going to jail for 19 years for a crime he didn't commit. You can prevent uh, 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 things from happening. You can there's you can prevent storms and chaos and earthquakes from happening based on your word, based on how you talk to the father, based on your prayer, based on your intercession. You can the intercession can proceed in the natural because you've already tapped the realm of the spirit. So whatever you control in the spirit realm through the realm of prayer and intercession, you can intercept here in the natural. Okay? So we are interceptors. Intercessions intercessory prayer Causes you to be an interceptor. So you intercept everything in every area that is near you. So we have been called to. So when we start talking about divine alignment in, in teaching. OK, when we start talking about uh, a strategic alignment, 
based on the being a based on the sole proprietor who is Jesus Christ. He is the he is the he, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And because he is the author and the finisher of our faith, he is our sole owner. We are no longer on, we are no longer prisoners of the dark. We are no longer we no longer serve our old master, the devil. We are bought by him. So we can come to our master, our sole proprietor, and we can ask for a complete authority to operate because he is the sitter and the control and the and the and the person that sits over our life. We can ask whatever we want based on the deed. Based on the title D, based on what we have in our hand through the blood of Jesus, we can go to him and ask for anything because he's God. So that gives us the right to intercede. That gives us the right because somebody says, oh, my God, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Well, none of us is really worthy to do what we, you know, if you're going to base on uh, base any and everything on how you feel, you will never really break anything in prayer. And this is what messes a lot of us up because you and I, we're always feeling, we're, we're moved by emotions. Our emotions this, your emotions get out of whack here. Your feelings is in there. Your emotions here. Your spirit is in there. And God is looking at us like, don't be moved by your emotions. Hallelujah. The enemy moves emotions because they are connected to your flesh. And, the, and your flesh may not feel like praying. Your flesh may not feel like travailing. Your flesh may not feel like praising God. And you may be going through a, a, a dark trial in your life. But the Bible said, he that cometh to God must what? First believe. Hallelujah. You got to believe. and You got to first believe. Then get called according. You got to first believe that he is going to be a rewarder of those that so diligently seek it. So you got to believe that he is going to do it through faith based on Hebrews 11. Because he already told us everybody, these brothers, these sisters, every one of them, no gender, none intended. Everyone had faith. Everyone believed until they took their last breath. My God. So as an intercessor, you got to keep believing. Hallelujah. When everybody else fell out, somebody can't be done. It won't be done. And God don't move like that no more. And then he, he moved back like that in the 80s. But he ain't moving like the devil is alive. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God's moving like that right now. Oh, yes, he is. Everywhere I turn around, he's going to bless me. Everywhere I turn around, he's going to set me on a, on a solid rock. Everywhere I turn around, prosperity is chasing me down. Everywhere I turn around, the, 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 the sound of increase, glory to God, is in my bones. Every time I turn around, I, my words are being established in the heavenlies and they are coming onto the earth. Everywhere I turn around, he is, he is helping my family and renewing my family and saving my family every time I turn around his goodness and mercy is following me all of the days of my life I'm dwelling in his house I don't care who's at the table as long as I got a seat where my father has established for me I know my enemies on my left side I know my distractions on my right side but greater is he that is in me than he that's in this old world I'm standing in the promises of God because I know who's in control of my destiny Glory to God. Come on and give God praise. Hallelujah. Because I know my Redeemer liver. I know I, I know that I can walk out any circumstance because he's with me. And though he slay me, yet shall I trust him. I'm going to trust him when it's dark. I'm going to trust him when it's light. I'm going to trust him when it don't look like it's gonna, I'm going to make it. I'm going to continue to trust him because I know I believe his word. 
and his word ain't going to return back to me void. Hallelujah. It's going to prosper. It's going to it's going to intercept. Hallelujah. That which I sent it to do. It's going to interrupt. If you're an intercessor, you've been called to interrupt. You have been called to interrupt. You've been called to interrupt. Your gifts, your talents, glory to God. Your title, your ministry, anything that God has put in your hands. Remember this. God can cause all of that to diminish in a second, in a millisecond. Never get in your mind that, that oh God, oh Lord, uh, uh, he's, God can use anybody at any given time. He just chose us. See, many are called, but only a few are chosen. See, the chosen knows how to, how to go after the spoil. The chosen knows how to go after the Goliaths. The chosen knows how to, how to devour Jezebel. The chosen knows how to walk in dark places and still call it a place of light. The chosen can lay awake in the middle of 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the morning and call life into a dark place. The chosen... Because you know who the keeper of your soul is. You know that he's blessing your going out. You know he's blessing your coming in. You know that he's in control, in complete control. You know that he is in complete compliance of what you're doing based on your relationship. Because he is my sole proprietor. He is the sole owner of what I have. He owns the title deed to my life. He owns uh, everything that I have because I gave him charge over it. The minute I said yes, I gave him charge over it. Hallelujah. See, we we don't know how to say yes. Oh, we sing the song yes, but I'm talking about I'm talking about a real yes. I'm talking about a yes that's been birthed, a yes that's been hewed, a yes that's been that's been that's been tried in the fire. Glory to God. When you know that your yes outweighs your no. You can do anything in the presence of God and be thankful that he's going to do it because he's getting glory. God has to get the glory. It ain't by might, it ain't by my own power, but it's by his spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Thank you for joining me for the Prophetic Perspective Podcast. My name is Tonka Johnson, and I pray that you all had a blessed day today. Remember, you can download this podcast on all uh, platforms of Spotify, iTunes, Radio Public, and of course, uh, I believe we are on Google Podcasts as well. Thank you so much for joining. And until next time, be blessed.